Hi, and welcome back to the show. On this episode of the podcast, Sonia Yanni Lohivori, who is a nest doula, explains the importance of caring for our birth scars. We dived into the emotions that our scars carry and how these emotions can be different depending on the birth story that we experienced. Sonia also shared her own story of healing from scars and how she noticed what she calls the chaining effect, in which one scar can have a direct influence on another body area completely. Sonia also explained how one can do their own scar massage and invites you, our listeners, to a hands-on in-person workshop, which is happening at the end of this month. So if you're listening to the episode as it airs in 2023... So you are very welcome to register to Sonia's workshop, which is taking place on February 18th, or then you can join one which is happening on March 4th, 2023. So you can choose the date that works best for you. The link to sign up for the workshop is in the show notes of this episode. So let's welcome our Nestula Sonia back to the show to talk about healing our birth scars. Welcome to the Birthing in Finland podcast, brought to you by the Nest Doulas. I'm Danielle Bensky, a mother and postpartum doula specializing in maternal well-being and psychology. Each episode, you'll hear eye-opening interviews with some amazing people who support families in Finland just like yours. We'll help you navigate what it means to birth in Finland, growing your confidence on your parenting journey. Thank you for spending time with me today. Now let's jump into our daily dose of birthing in Finland. Hello and welcome back to the Birthing in Finland podcast. Today is going to be another episode with Sonia, our nest doula. And our topic for today is going to be about scar tissue and specifically around scar tissue that obviously relates to birth <laughs> because this is the topic we love um so sonia you want to introduce yourself a little bit especially with the training you have around scar tissue hi everybody it's nice to be here again hi daniel and yes i am a, a masseuse Uh, speci- specialized in uh, uh, pregnancy and postpartum massages. I am a birth doula, but in terms of uh, scar tissue massage, I as well am trained with a special training, which is just uh, connected to this subject. So, so scar tissue massage itself, what are the benefits, what everything can be affected by a scar in our body and how we can uh, ease is either the you know discomfort which is connected with that or how to change the appearance of the scar how to make it more soft how to make it more uh sensitive again you know alive kind of the tissue around the scar yeah that takes us very well into introducing a little bit of what is even scar tissue i mean we kind of all maybe know very roughly and uh, superficially what tissue scar tissue means but can you explain a little bit in more detail what happens actually to the body when there is a cut and then there's a scar 
what happens there in terms of the biology and also in terms of the sensations. Yeah, I will not go completely deeply to all the specific terms around this subject. I will say it in more human language. It's when we cut, we yeah. all know the experience, what happens that 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 a, that a scar, uh, that a uh, wound, when it happens, it it after after a couple of days is like closing. There might be some healing process. There might be some like inflammation uh, process happening, and our body is dealing with it. So it's like reddish, and and then eventually the the scar is close. The wound is closing, creating a scar, and like kind of a little bit of extra tissue around the cut or around the you know if there you had a surgery or uh, or some injury. So that's the point, uh, especially, especially with the bigger scars, that there is this extra tissue. Uh, it is as well the you know when you have a cut, that means that this this tissue, this nerve connections, this uh, nutrition uh, highways, let's say through the through through which the nutrition was coming into that place or through that place to the to the surrounding tissue, they are cut. Yeah, they have numbed for a while at least. Sometimes for years, actually. Yeah, because if you don't take care of that scar, uh, it might be so that that, that place gets numb and uh, uh, the nutrition is not flowing through that scar properly to the tissue tissues around directly on the scar place. So that's why the whole idea of the massaging is about bringing, waking up, you know, after that beginning healing process, when there is a time a scar is well dried, scar is well healed at first, closed and dried, and like uh, there is no redness around it. So you see that there is not anymore this inflammation uh, going on, this healing process, uh, that how... And why to treat the scar? Yeah, these these are the reasons to waken waken up basically the tissues in the scar to make them more sensitive, to make them more reflecting again. So we actually feel that part of the body. So it brings yeah. well. So it's well new life. <laughs> yeah, alive. Like so, it's alive, and so it's there is an, in, enough nutrition, and there is. The nerves, nerve connections are established. Yeah. Even just that, if we if we can just stop there for a moment and mm-hmm. and understand the impact that scars have, I mean, I think from from the conversations I've had with with women who have had some kind of scar in their birth, the awareness of treating your scar is very low. I mean, it's not something that really gets talked about or explained to new mothers on how to do if it's around the cesarean scar and even more if it's around scars in the vagina or in the vulva. So these are topics that we will bring up bring up now. And, and um, I wanted to ask, is there a difference in the scar whether it has had stitching or not? I don't know in what sense you are asking that question, like what kind of difference it is. The, the, the scar is healing, the stitches, stitches are there to help the tissues to come closer to each other. Yeah, so, so the, the, the wound 
closes well. So when there are stitches needed, that's for this kind of reason. When there are stitches not needed, that means that the tissue is kind of not so damaged and it can come close enough by itself. So okay. in terms of healing, I can see it more from the perspective that if the, if the uh, wound is big and you don't put the stitches there, then the healing is, of course, harder. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but but the stitches or not stitches on the on the tissues uh, in in terms of if if it's a small wound and you don't need a stitch, it doesn't matter. You know the healing process needs to be done in both cases similar way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that answers the question. I think. <sighs> I would like to say what everything can be affected by a scar if we speak about either c-section or like scar after the cesarean birth or the scar which was uh, done by uh, you know te tearing uh, of the perineum or uh, episiotomy being um, created or being applied yes this is really interesting as well because we are usually not aware of how many things can be affected by such innocent thing like, you know, scar. <laughs> you want you have a feeling that well, once it's healed, it's healed, right? I should work, I should be able to to function the the same way as I was before. Yeah. But unfortunately, there is even I, I even have number. There is six to eighteen percent of women uh, after the cesarean birth having uh, problems affected by the by the scar or by the you know previous wound. As well, it's good to remember there is like seven layers of the different kind of tissues cut when you are uh, having a caesarean birth. So you are not only healing what you see from outside. Your body is healing yeah. many yeah. layers. Yeah. So one thing is to massage a scar on the surface and the other thing is to ma having a more deeper massage, which is as well waking up again, as I said, to life the tissues which are under, yeah, and the scar which uh, kind of bring the nutrition and 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 waken up the scars which are deeper. Uh, the 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 problems which can be which can be caused by such scars are like even painful movement, for example, in everyday life. There can be painful sex. There can be uh, still a soreness around the around the. Uh, scar there can be tightness which you can feel in the body doing certain kind of movements it can go all the way in so far that that uh, tightness which is created by by the tightening of the of that tissue around the wound when it is scarring can cause so-called a chain effect on different uh, levels and it can affect you in such way that you have headaches thanks to 
a scar in your perineum. It's this crazy how much it can affect how our whole body. The good news is that you can do something with it even years after the wound happened to you, yeah, or the scar was created. Yeah, it's good to be aware of, of, of the struggles which can be connected with such small thing as, as a scar could be. Yeah. Mm. Which we normally yeah, don't that's know. That's really eye opening. <laughs> mm. Exactly. <laughs> and could it be that the, the scar tissue is causing a headache because it's like pulling on skin and because it's moving the nerves in some way? Yeah, it is, it is having an, an effect on, uh, level of skin it's having it can have an effect on tissues uh inside the body as i said like there are many levels many layers which which are cut cut with for example the cesarean uh birth during the cesarean birth uh but as well in our uh vagina if we speak or our vulva um when there there is a scar after episiotomy or after tearing uh it is pulling certain kind of uh, tissues which are affecting the muscles and those muscles are projecting the tension to our spine and that is protecting the, uh, projecting the tension. Or it can, you know, in, in some cases, project the tension all the way to, you know, upper neck uh, area. So, wow. uh, yeah, it is crazy. It's good to... <laughs> Take care of your scars. <laughs> yeah, and it's such a reminder to the holistic and just the connection between everything in the body. And how this way of separating body systems and parts is just doesn't make sense. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, we I'm need to look at things in a holistic view. Yep. That, that's my that's my whole approach <laughs> in life, basically. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, if you don't mind, I would read areas in which uh, a scar massage or like the, the ways how scar massage can, can bring a relief. I, I yeah. even wrote it down. So so we can just mention what everything, where every, everywhere you can feel the, the comfort. So... It can yeah. relieve a pain and discomfort or sensitivity, oversensitivity, you know, in, in, in the place that you still might feel like not yourself, even even weeks after the, the, the scar was created and healed, basically, officially. It reduces uh, scar buildup, so the extra kind of tissue on the top of the scar or around the scar. Uh, it reduces itching sometimes there is an itching around that area mm. Uh, mm. still during the healing process often uh, soften and flatten scars again so it's a- adjusting the appearance of the scar it can increase flexibility and mobility of the scar uh, which again might be connected to that chaining effect uh, or can release that chaining effect and improve or restore everyday 
uh, activity. So your ability to feel yourself again, doing just going to a toilet, you know, approving the sexual life as well, quality of sexual life. So, and that's just few yeah. of the things uh, which are listed yeah. now. So, I can as well speak about my own experience. I did not uh, underdo the caesarean birth, but I just recently had an uh, have an experience of uh, removing the appendix. So um, that was really interesting experience for me, and very well training in uh, trying what I am preaching, you know, <laughs> on myself. And uh, uh, I can talk about it maybe a little bit now. How did it go? I still, you know, after even after the scars looked like they... Uh, first of all, I started to massage my scars the moment when they've seen they are dried. There is not much of the redness around them. Uh, so I already started to use the oil base oil uh, mixed with some essential oils which are he uh, supporting the healing and anti-inflammatory process yeah so and, and usually I started... how long does it take for the how long does it take for the redness to to disappear like is it usually five weeks six weeks a month it depends on the on the size as well of the scar and it is always faster inside the you know on this inside tissues more like you know in vagina or on the perineum than on the bigger scar after the cesarean birth so it it varies the first intense healing starts of course one week uh, is like one week after the after the uh, wound um, happened and then uh, that's like this most uh, dangerous for inflammation, the process, healing process, dangerous for the inflammation to occur. So this is this is the phase where we just want to give the scar a lot of air if possible, a lot of resting. Mm, you can use ice, uh, compress for for example this this scars in in on the perineum cold press tacticals yeah which we can make at home with uh, witch hazel and aloe vera uh, small movements like for example 5 to 10 minutes walk if possible a gentle movement those things can help during that first week and as well raise your legs above the like lay down and lace, raise your legs above the heart level is a good thing to do during this like first week and then from the second to about fourth week is the second uh, part of the healing which is more of the tissue closing of the tissue you know this kind of tightening <laughs> process closing process uh to to be for the scar to be created so already there in that second second uh, week, when you see for me for those outside wounds, especially for the for the scars we are which are creating on outside where we can see them, when you see that the the, the uh, tissue is already dried, 
there is not this wetness, you know, this wet healing. Even if there is a little bit of, of, of wetness, I would say, if it's not too much, then you can start gently already with a gentle massage. It's more like a caressing, caressing the scar, right? Uh, uh, creating a connection with your scar. Because what I observe with my clients, often there is as well a disconnection with this part of your body. Mm. There could be many reasons, you know, having a cesarean birth, for example, itself, as you, you know, as a postpartum doula, you have experience with that, that there is as well emotional healing which needs to be done around this, right? And that's as well what is happening if you if you decide to to take care of your scar, you know, give give it the love and respect and appreciation and accept that part of your body. Mm. Yeah, this was going to be kind of the next maybe my next question after you finished talking about your own experience of, of the appendix surgery, but also about the emotions that come with the scar. But maybe we'll get to that a bit later. Is there anything you were going to say something else about your experience, right? Because I yes. interrupted yes, in the... <laughs> it took, took me a different direction because it's such a, such a wide uh, subject for me. So my experience was such no, that good. even, even some, uh, uh, weeks after I was promised that after two weeks I will be like you know back to myself to my to everything what I was doing before and I was like two weeks after still all kind of tightness all kind of like different sensations in my belly uh, and not only in my no. belly it was it, uh, even though I had the appendix uh, appendix removed so it, it was like a uh very small and very common surgery in the lower belly area, I felt tightness suddenly again in my vagina, in my, then I, I connected it with, because I, I checked myself. I know how to do that. I'm trained for that. So I checked myself. I noticed that it is actually connected with my scar after the first birth, which is 10 years ago. So there, the the chaining happened there yes those three small small uh, wounds which they created inside me when they did a laparoscopic uh, surgery or to remove my append appendix they created tension in my lower belly which affected more areas in my body uh, i i even felt like sudden tightness in my back so when I noticed, okay, it's going this direction, I did the treatment for myself. So I did. Uh, I found that wound, that scar inside my vagina. I, at the same time, found the, the tightness which was in my lower belly. I connected those two points, massaged them, breathed into that, uh, relaxing into that, releasing whatever, even like emotionally, because... Again, my story has as well an emotional background. That was as well part of my process, yeah? Releasing emotionally things which, are, which were connected with, with, my, uh, with my surgery and with my process in this. And when the release happened, already basically after first, after first uh, treatment I did for myself, the things were much better. Uh, 
they come came again a little bit uh, back. So I did a second one actually with the help of my husband, and that one was a major one and major release uh, on many levels, not only on the physical one. And and the difference was immediate after this second one. So I felt uh, the tension in my lower belly, like kind of everything finally set into its place where it is supposed to be in that lower belly, belly area. I keep massaging my, my scars, uh, keep massaging the tissues under it, like a deeper, deeper uh, tissue massage, um, especially when I suddenly feel a little more, more tension. It occurs when there is more stress or, of course, some, some uh, intense activity. Uh, so I still feel that they are there, that they are new in my body. And I'm taking care of them. But when I'm taking care of them, I can feel very well the difference. And imagine these are just small two centimeters big scars. Yeah. And when you have a caesarean, uh, the, the scar after the caesarean birth, that's like 10 centimeters, seven, 10 centimeters nowadays. Yeah. And more layers. Yeah. <laughs> So there is much Absolutely. more. Absolutely. And a lot of emotions. <laughs> mm -hmm. A lot of emotions, usually. Mm -hmm. Yep. Do you have a story that you could share about a client, maybe of the emotional release that came with massaging the cesarean scar or any other birth scars that you could share? Yes. After the cesarean birth, I had a client who had a very difficult labor, um, who felt very much uh, not hurt, not uh, respected during her birth. And uh, I guess she left with, with the feeling, she ended up with the feeling like that her birth was kind of stolen from her. And uh, uh, I introduced her the subject of massage of the scar she agreed and we she she bought this package of massages for, from me it was i guess package of six massages after in, in her postpartum so we every time we met we include as well sometime just we dedicated it to the massaging of the scar on the second session already first was just like this introduction very very again as i said light touch introduction with the feeling and and more of a caressing and checking the scar second second uh session which we had we went a little deeper not <laughs> uh not only uh, physically but as well emotionally and she really had i would say a wonderful release of of emotions of you know sadness anger frustration was was coming out from the body and everyone who is as well a little bit aware of the uh, of uh, biology of of trauma understands that unless the trauma is released on the body level as well it's not yeah. properly released from our system so this is what happened what was interesting was that her baby in that moment we were working and she was emotionally as well releasing the stuff the baby was in the other room could not hear her 
but in the same moment the baby started to react you know started mm. to be vocal and and i uh, i am deeply um deeply kind of sure about that that there is connections <laughs> there are connections mm-hmm. which we might not understand properly but that they, they are present and in that moment she was she was telling me that she has a feeling that that it was what was she releasing was as well helping her baby to release something her baby was at that moment as well releasing some kind of stress and you know maybe fears or something it's hard to say yeah, but um, i can yeah i can totally see how that <laughs> that happened hmm. yeah wow that's a beautiful story thank you for sharing the depth of of that one yeah my pleasure it was a wonderful experience for me of course and it always is all right so let's continue the conversation in talking about giving that massage the scar tissue massage to yourself as a person who has scar tissues yes how would that look like so first of all uh i want to stress this out uh it's really important to check with your doctor if the wound is properly closed. If you're not sure, you know, as I said, the signs of of healed wound from outside is that it's not red anymore and it's dry and it nicely holds together. Usually, basically, if if there is a need of taking stitches out, they normally, that's the moment where you can ask if if the wound healed properly, if uh, if you can apply the the massage for for the scar. So if you're not sure, double check with your doctor. That's number one. And then we can continue in. First of all, hygiene is important, of course. Uh, Wash your hands before the massage. Trim your nails so they are not sharp and long. And uh, then if you never ever before used, uh, uh, used to check how you look, from ins- like from uh, how your vulva look, if you are going for a vaginal massage, uh, or if uh, that, then it's good to use the mirror to to check how everything's look like. I know it's a little bit brave uh, move sometimes. It it needs courage, especially after the birth, when you are scared how it how how it is look like down there. But that's part of the healing too. The part of the healing is yeah. to to look at yourself, to accept yourself, to love yourself, and give yourself a credit for hard work you've done and your body body did. And that's why we are as well here and talking about it here about the about the massage that a lot can be improved and a lot can be helped and healed here. So don't worry. Uh, so that's for the for the perineum or in, uh, like this vaginal massage or the tears which are in inside the vagina for the uh after c section massage of course that that is seen nicely without without need of the of the mirror so so you don't need to have a special <laughs> tool to look at it right so washing hands cutting nails looking at how it looks like, checking if everything is healed uh, uh, properly and enough to start the massage 
and then what to do the massage with. What I like to recommend is this castor oil. I don't know if you've heard about mm -hmm. this one. Mm, uh, it's really good one of, because it is nicely softening the tissue we're going to work with. It's as well a mm -hmm. good tip to warm up the tissue before you go to, to massage it. Either you take a nice warm shower to, to warm up the place, or you can use this uh, warming bottle, you know, the bottle you... you Yeah. You put the hot water into and, and then you put it to the place for a little while. It feels really nice. And you can as well put it like in between your legs a little bit, you know, to warm up that area if, if the yeah. massage is needed there. It feels really nice uh, yeah. as well in other, other moments, like when you have period cramps or something like that. Um, but so Yeah, that was the first the thing place. I thought about when you said to warm the area. <laughs> yes. Exactly. I'm using it every month, so I know what I am talking about. Uh, so warm up the area a little bit and then apply a little bit of this casserole. You can first actually just caress the place, even without the oil. So kind of getting, getting to know or letting, your, letting the scar, letting the place know that, you know, you're going to do something nice to it. You mm. are connecting with your scar. You are connecting kind of uh, as well with the story this scar is holding. So it is as well a nice beginning of this emotional part of the healing. As I said, as we spoke about that before, it never is only about the tissues, about the muscles, you know, about the, this meaty part. It's as well about the soul and our emotions. So first, yeah. just like a nice, gentle touch. And then you can proceed, depends on which scar you're working, either inside scar or the, or the uh, after C-section scar. The steps, how to massage a little different uh, for each case, because, of course, it's a little different area. But you're basically trying... What is always good is nice round movement around the scar, like feeling it where it is, finding the scar nicely with this caressing, and then just applying, for example, the, the round uh, movement, the round uh, circling, circling movement on the top of the scar. Uh, I will not talk more about like, Each each step uh, or like the, the the moves the scar can be massaged because that is much better to see, and for that uh, reason I I'm we will speak about that later. I'm gonna have a workshop in Helsinki. Actually, I'm planning two dates. One will be in the uh, towards the end of February, and one will be at, at the beginning of March. In those workshops, yeah. people can learn how to massage their own scar yes yes how to do that massage at home but of course there is a possibility oh, you can find as well information on the internet they are accessible quite easily uh yet if you feel if you are that kind of person who uh is a bit shy with these things he's a bit shy to you know touch yourself in here and uh it's a big step for you You can as well contact with me and we can uh, speak about 
me coming to massage you, show you the things, and then you would continue, show you what you can do at home, in your peace, at, you know, uh, alone in, uh, at your own home. That's as well a possibility. Yeah. So we, we just, I just wanted to give, give you a tip that you can start as well by yourself without any knowledge, just with the gentleness and love. You know, if you, it's, it's, if you already just start with the caressing the scar and use some kind of uh, vegetable oil or oil for massage or even this baby oil, it doesn't have to be the castor oil. I'm just talking about the oil which I prefer because it has this extra, uh, it has extra value in, in this healing process. Uh, but you can start even with olive oil. Yeah, so, so you really are there. You are ready for it at home right now if you feel like you want to try and then uh, another question? rule yeah i would i will just you... say one more thing yeah yeah <laughs> and then and, and then i will let you so we have it round all together one more it's better to do five minutes a day you know every day or three minutes even you know then you know, just find time only once a week for, for 20 minutes, you know. So it's, I, I recommend you to do a little bit of this routine, either in the morning or in the evening, to co connect it with your other routines, either with the morning routine or with the evening routine, to give yourself and the scar a little bit of attention and love. <laughs> yes. My question was going to be about, you, you said how early on you can start. So you said the scar needs to be healed. And we talked about waiting a few weeks for that. But what about people who have had the scar for months or years? Thank you. This is an amazing question. And, and the good news is that you can always do something with your scar. Yeah. So, of course, the sooner the better. But the, the workshop and, and the training which I did, I've seen my uh, trainer work on scars which were years and years old, not only connected to the birth with uh, all kind of different scars as well. And it is, it is amazing to watch uh, how much can be processed already on the spot. You can see how the scar starts to kind of be alive, you know, the tissues around uh, while you are massaging and uh, the appearance of the scar can change of course it doesn't disappear completely but appearance can change it softens it uh, the the tissues around the scar come alive much more they start to be more sensitive more responsive more alive in general and again so, yeah. i'm talking about emotional part of the healing the scar always is carrying some kind of story. So the healing is not only on the physical level. It really comes with amazing um, bonus in healing your story around the scar. So the massage goes in and out, really. Yeah, it's a really somatic experience, yes. healing through, through a somatic way. So people who can attend the workshop that you are planning for February and March are people who have had cesareans or, or birth-related scars or also non-birth-related scars? Uh, the, the workshop is uh, targeted 
mainly to people uh, with the scars after birth. But if you have a scar uh, which is, you know, older date and it doesn't have to be connected with the with the birth, you are very welcome too. So I'm not uh, uh, I'm not uh, cutting anyone out. I'm just announcing that it will be targeted towards the the uh, scars after birth. But uh, you can uh, you know the, the the principles are same for for other scars too. It even um, what I've learned uh, we speak about scars even if we talk about broken wound, uh, broken uh, bone. Yeah, so there is as well certain kind of scarring happening and the healing. So you can even uh, work with this kind of scars after the, after the uh, breaking the uh, bone. Uh, the yeah. workshop will be done in two days. It's Saturdays. And so it's, it's a morning. two part. It's it's part it's one two, and part two. No, 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 no. It's 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 separate. So you have two chances. Okay. If you cannot make it on first okay. one, you can make it on second one. Uh, it's the same workshop twice. I put it uh, okay. on purpose on these two close dates, close enough. And the one basically as well is uh, the one which will have more people. Uh, will most likely happen like it, it might be if you know if there will, will be only three people on on one date then then i would probably just go with the with the one of them and it's from 10 till 1 on saturday three hours that's wonderful yeah yeah anything else to add on the self-massage at this point or do you feel like you've mentioned everything you needed to Courage, <laughs> just to have courage to be, be, be um, brave to start. Uh, sometimes yeah. that part is the hardest one. And I think that comes so much from from what you said earlier. It's not just about the meat. <laughs> there is the emotions under there, and the emotions are what make it so much more more difficult. Exactly, because imagine that, you know, whenever you give attention to your scar connected to your birth, you are immediately connecting to your birth story, unless you kind of push yeah. it away. So, uh, yeah, you're going to connect with your story, and maybe your story is really wonderful, but each birth, even the most beautiful one, has a moment where you had to kind of overcome yourself. Hmm. So where you had to fight more somehow, where you had to go to your edge. So maybe you will revisit that place when you are massaging your scar. And I want to encourage you to do so because you might find even more strength, empowerment, connecting with your story. And this is really important. If touching your scar, working with it, massaging it, brings emotions, 
which are too much, which are overwhelming, which are bringing lots of uh, anger, sadness, uh, frustration. And you feel it is too much for you to handle. Please ask for help. You don't mm -hmm. have to be alone with it. And you, and there is no shame if someone, sometimes this is connecting with some level of shame or level of, I should have fight for myself differently. I should have do this or that. And we know that, you know, Danielle is a postpartum doula. She's working with this a lot too herself with her clients, unfolding the birth story. It is wonderful healing process. So you can either connect with some of us, some of the doulas, birth doulas, postpartum doulas to help you through this or find a professional contact your neurola, speak about that, that you have this uh, heavy feelings around your birth. Midwife. And midwife, yes. Uh, even sometimes even some professionals, uh, we will talk about other professionals who can help you with, you know, yeah. around the problems uh, with, you know, uh, with the scars after, after birth, even those sometimes are able to listen. They usually don't have that much time, so it's better to find someone concretely uh, mm. for this reason. But don't stay alone. You don't have to. Or even a friend of yours, you know, who gave birth, who understands what everything can be hidden in, in there. Someone who you trust, who you can just, you know, unfold your story. Do you notice that uh, the emotions of the scar are different depending on the birth story. Oh, very much. Very, very much. Yes. Yeah. But I like well if it was a planned cesarean, for example, versus if it was a maybe more emergency cesarean, um, or if there was an episiotomy, which wasn't planned compared to a natural tear, this is exactly why I am so passionate and excited about uh, uh, afterbirth scar massage, scar tissue massage. Because <laughs> for me, uh, yes, we can do a lot of on the physical level and we can kind of help you or it can help you uh, to heal the wound itself, the scar itself. But... What I am so passionate about on the first place is really that emotional part of the healing. And it really looks differently if someone had planned caesarean birth, uh, they, they were prepared for it. And uh, uh, I, I had a client, wonderful client, who took a whole package of massages uh, after her caesarean birth to take care of herself. And uh, it was wonderful. She, it was already second caesarean birth for her. And she was so excited about how much more different the healing is for her when she has this care, like a massage every week, both like body massage and a scar massage. Uh, both she and she stressed that as well. It's not only physically she is much more um, 
alive, much more capable uh, to take care of, of her children. But as well, emotionally, mentally, it was much faster and easier recovery. Uh, and as well, even more important, if the circumstances of your birth were of such nature that you are not happy how the things went, you know, then connecting and healing through the massage of your scar is even more uh, valuable. But there, if, you, if, you, if your story is of such nature that you have kind of a hard feelings connected to your birth story, I would uh, strongly recommend you to work with this uh, massage uh, uh, on, your, on your scar uh, with the massage with the professional who can as well hold the space for you, for all those emotions to come out, to be released, to let them go so they are not staying locked in your body. So if you feel like you are this kind of case, then uh, I, I'm more than happy to, to be there for you, to hold you through this process. And as well, I'm sure there are other professionals who are not only working, like even physicists, you know, physiotherapists or, or osteopaths, who are not only working, as we said, with the, with the meat, <laughs> with the meat part, but as well give you the space, hold the space for you so you can really let the emotions come out freely, without shame, without uh, feeling that you're bothering anyone with that. And that's mm -hmm. the way how the trauma, possible trauma or, you know, heavy feelings can be released, let go, and the healing process can begin. This is uh, so valuable and it reminds me of something that I, it's kind of related, but, but not 100%, that as the one who birthed the baby, we will have the physical scar on our body. So the healing can happen through that. But what about the partner who, if it was a difficult birth experience, still has the trauma, possible trauma, if it was that kind of circumstance, but yet they don't have a scar to show for it. Mm. And the healing of the partner is often put to the side. I mean, this is a totally different topic, but I recently met with a friend who had a, a cesarean birth and she was telling me how she feels her partner was possibly more affected by it. It was quite a traumatic one when the baby was, was she was already pushing and found out that the baby's in breach and they didn't feel comfortable to, um, to birth vaginally. So they rushed her into cesarean as she was pushing. So... This is a, she feels her partner is more, is more affected by this. And yet she's the one with the scar. So it's, it's an interesting topic. I don't know if you want to comment or, or what, but it just came to my mind and I felt like I wanted to mention also the partner in this situation. I am, I am so happy you, you brought this up. Yes, maybe it has not that much to do with, with our today's subject, but I'm happy that you opened that up. 
it would be amazing if you would make a podcast about this because my background is as well not only about the massaging and physical body as you as you've heard me i said it many times it's a lot about i'm uh, studying about trauma about how to work with trauma and that each every single person every one of us has some trauma uh, on our on, on our list <laughs> of things which we went through during our life and trauma which can happen uh, to our partner during the birth has uh, equally important value as our trauma which you know left us with some scar and uh, if you recognize that that your partner has a hard time to talk about the birth doesn't want to go there doesn't want to bring it up if anyone is asking about the birth his answer is just like yeah it's done and we are all good you know and that's it he doesn't want to enter that at all that theme then it is a red flag it is a red flag and for either possibility of you know having another birth uh, uh, you know having another baby and and possibly as another birth uh, or just for him not having something locked inside him and ca- carrying on the trauma which might be affecting other things in your relationship you have no idea what everything it can have been affect affected by by just you know this one experience which maybe never ever happened in your life uh, uh in the future but we will not will not happen in your life but it can affect your relationship from inside somehow so it's good to encourage your partner to talk with someone about that either with his friend who can yeah. trust who he can trust and you know has a capacity to to help him or even a professional you know to take him um to go together to to some psych, psychologist uh talking about the birth experience we want our partners yeah. to be to be you know to be fine to feel fine as well about the, the birth story it's a beginning of a life of your baby so it's good that he doesn't have to look at your baby and and pushing away some difficult memories of and as well this is oh now i feel it yeah now i got it imagine how a, a father who was scared that he cannot do anything to to help his wife or his baby in that moment how he will look at his wife and baby in a future life in in raising up the child he might be over caring or under caring you know he you never know what trauma what everything trauma can affect and you cannot usually you are not able to connect those things in your own life so it's really good to find and see someone talk about it uh to to unfold the story with someone who can help you through it even in our nest we are a few of us happy to to be there for you just talking about that experience is the healing already so any one of us yeah. basically is happy ready for you to be there and your partner to go through this yeah should we wrap up with the professionals who you would recommend 
that are also working on pelvic health. Great. Yes. Uh, so one thing is the massage, uh, which can be done by masseurs who are aware of this scar massage. It's not every every masseur is um, familiar, or like of course they, they inside the training they had have had to speak about this and and uh, had some probably some they have some moves and tools to do that. But uh, not everyone is specialized in it, yes? Especially that emotional part of the healing as well. So that's one thing. Then you can find uh, nice osteopaths who are working very softly with uh, not only bones, but as well tissues around like the muscles, small muscles and joint connections. And then physiotherapists, of course, especially those, for example, for the for the perineum and, and vagina is the pelvic floor uh, physiotherapists. and uh, uh, But in general, physiotherapists can, phys- good physiotherapists can check you out and uh, see, as I spoke uh, in, in our today uh, podcast, I spoke about that, that there might be a chain of, of uh, um, connections in, in which scar might make in our body, yeah? That one scar can cause other tensions in, in our body. So a physiotherapist mm-hmm. is a good option as well because they might uh, look at you, check you out and see where are those tensions in your body, which is good to, good to adjust. So these are, these are the professionals which come to my mind. Yeah, you can reach out to. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think even just the pelvic floor physiotherapist could be a really big eye opener for people because not not everyone is aware that there is such a thing as a pelvic floor physiotherapist specializing only in the pelvic floor. So there are a few of those working in Helsinki as well. So you can absolutely reach out or ask through the Novola system or or your your Tervos Asema. And be resistant when you are asking for that such kind of help from the public uh, system. Yes, from the public yeah, public system, it is worth it, really. From what we hear from our clients around, from our uh, from the moms in the groups, which which we are there supporting them, the results are unbelievable. You know, as I said, like working with this subtle things which you might feel sometimes oh well yeah it is kind of uncomfortable it is bothering me a bit but i can go through it you know i can i have more important things to do but the one session can be a life-changing one so uh, invest to yourself to your well-being to your health and through that to the well-being of the whole family and your relationship. Yes. You are not Thank you for saying just that. putting yeah, you're not just investing to yourself and like, oh well, I I will put some money so I feel better. When you feel better, everyone feels better. So think about it this investing exactly to myself. I am investing to the you know, a whole whole family of us. 
and our well-being. So true. So I guess mm. that's a good <laughs> wrap-up. <laughs> that is such a good wrap-up. <laughs> that's a brilliant wrap-up. Let's let's end on that note, like to invest in ourselves and to care for ourselves. And and recently I've had this aha moment. I've been reading a lot of Gabor Mate's books recently mm. and work about trauma and about accommodating. I'm reading now When the Body Says No and how we as women put ourselves second. And I've been really trying to notice all those times where I'm like maybe a little bit uncomfortable with something, but I don't say anything because it's like, okay, it's fine. Or, you know, when you're at the masseur and they're like, are you comfortable with the way the pillow is? I'm like, you're okay, but you could move it a little bit lower. Or she asks, do you want a blanket? And you're like, well, maybe I kind of want a blanket. So I'm really trying to pay attention to these moments where I'm not 100% comfortable, but I still feel like saying I'm okay and trying to change that, <laughs> be aware of it, number one. And number two, to really say, actually, could you maybe like change something here or actually it would be better like that. To really pay attention to my instincts and, and my, my, my comfort and to speak up. Why wouldn't I? We've been conditioned not to, but I have to say that his work, Gabor Mate's work, has really influenced me and encouraged me and reminded me to pay attention to these things, to put myself first, to take care of myself for the better of my family, <laughs> as you said so beautifully. <laughs> I'm so happy you said that, Etienne. Yes, please. More of listening to our body, to our own real needs and speaking yeah. up for ourselves like saying the truth about what we need and what we don't want yeah it's a it's yeah, a and it's it a, filters into everything yep it's a process it filters into being a mother and then telling what you need from your partner and your role as a mother it filtrates into your sexuality if you take it there as well and what you need from your partner on an intimacy level and a sexual level I mean, it, it it goes into your work, into your relationship with your colleagues, like, yeah, it's just to, to the aware. relationship <laughs> with your children. Really, it affects yeah. everything. Yes, yeah, and yeah, yeah. it's a process. So, it first is awareness. <laughs> yes, first is awareness. Yes. So we all in, yeah. we encourage you all to go for it. Take care of your body. Take care of through your body of your emotions and your boundaries, your saying yes and no. Yeah, that's a good word. Yes. So that your and body doesn't have to say no later on in life. Yes. Which is Gabor Mate's interesting book. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you so much for today. <laughs> um, yeah, it was such a pleasure to talk about this topic. So important. And uh, I feel like you, the work that you do is, is really unique in the specialization that, that you bring and that you can offer it in the intimacy of people's homes. And, you know, that, that can be something really special for, for some people if the home feels like a safe and intimate place. And I think that's really unique part of what you do mm. so uh, thank you for being here to share that and uh, you see you on the next me. one that we do sometime soon bye bye see you Looking soon forward. Hey. 
Hey, thank you for listening to this episode and welcome back next week. Just before you go, I want to ask you a question. Do you want postpartum support from people around you but struggle with asking for help? Do you feel awkward to have this kind of conversation? Are you not really sure what to say? I've got you covered and I've created just the guide for you. It's a word-for-word script that will help you feel confident to have this hard conversation. You will also receive the three crucial elements for a request for help, which will turn it from a nice idea into a reality. Until now, this script has been used only by my clients, and this will be the first time that it is offered for free. It's your chance to receive a great tool which has guided many of my clients in overcoming their fear of asking for help and allowed them to build their village. Do you want the guide that will help you build yours? You can download it now by visiting motherstransition.com. Thank you for tuning in to the Birthing in Finland podcast. To get the show notes for this episode, go to doulacollective.fi forward slash birthing in Finland. If you enjoyed the episode, go ahead and share this with someone who you think needs to hear it. A friend, a colleague, a neighbor. Help us get the word out so that more families can start enjoying these conversations. See you next time when I introduce you to another amazing person supporting families just like yours. Thank you.